This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. talked about I will teach I will guide today we're going to look at I will reveal so let's turn over to John 16 that's kind of our main text let's read that again John 16 13 Jesus speaking of the Holy Spirit he says but when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth He will not speak on His own, but He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify Me because it is from Me that He will receive what He will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is Mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from Me what He will make known to you. So today we're going to be talking about the revealing ministry, the revealing work of the Holy Spirit. And, of course, there's a lot of areas we could explore. We're going to look at four areas real briefly this morning. God revealing, the Holy Spirit revealing God's Word, truth to us. God, the Holy Spirit revealing God's will for us. The Holy Spirit revealing the Father's heart to us. And the Holy Spirit revealing our victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. So first, let's look at how that He will reveal God's Word to us. He is the Spirit of Truth. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse 6. Paul is speaking here to the church. Verse 6, he says, We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, not the, the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. You know, a lot of the stuff that, that come at us every day, you know, uh, maybe we, it may be information that's important to do our job or our career or whatever. But as far as in the light of eternity, it really is not that important, is it? I mean, it may help us make a living and be productive, and that's got its place, and that's important. But Paul's talking about here a truth that has to do with eternity, with eternal things, with the, with the wisdom and the mystery and the plan of God that has been hidden that God had destined for our glory before time began. Now, as I said before, this word hidden means not hidden from, but hidden for. Hidden from the world, but hidden for His people. He said, none of uh, the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Satan didn't understand what he was doing. He thought he was being so smart. He thought he had God all figured out what God was going to do. And he played right into God's hands. And you know, in your situation, it may look like the devil's got the upper hand, your circumstances got the upper hand, but I got news for you. God's working it out. It's playing right into God's hands. Amen. God's going to work it out for your good. God's going to work it out for your good. Hallelujah. The devil is nowhere in God's league. Don't ever even put him in that league. He's a created being. He has limits. Amen. And Calvary put a lot of limits on him. 
However, as it is written, what, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. Verse 10. These are the things. Everybody say, these are the things. That God has revealed to us by His Spirit. What is He going to reveal to us? The truth that has not entered our imagination. That no man has come up with. We're not following the, the, the wisdom of man, but we're following the plan and the wisdom and the purpose of God. And it says before even the world was created, God had it all worked out. Boy, I'm telling you, God's on top of things, isn't He? So what you fretting about? God already knows what He's going to do. God already got your circumstance worked out. He's the Alpha and Omega in your life and everything in between. And it says the Spirit, the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Wow. God's got things He wants you to know. Now jump down to verse 13 real quick. It says, This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom. Didn't learn this in a university. Didn't learn this in, in school, except the school of the Spirit. Amen. Not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit. Explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The Holy Spirit reveals truth to our spirit. Not just to your mind. Now, your spirit will illuminate your mind. But He said it's Spirit-taught words. It's words from the Spirit that He's going to illuminate our spirit. As we read the Word of God, as we meditate the Word of God, as we study and speak the Word of God to one another, there comes illumination to our innermost being. And from that illumination, our mind receives light and instruction. But God doesn't speak spirit to mind. He speaks spirit to spirit. And we need to understand that. He's the spirit of truth. Now see, circumstance, reason speak to our mind. And see, this is why if you follow that alone, you're going to get in trouble. If you follow that alone, you're going to open yourself up to doubt, to fear, to unbelief. Because the mind looks at the natural things. It looks at my circumstance. This is why we say that spiritual truth will work in your heart even if there's doubt in your head. Faith will work in your heart even if there's doubt in your head. Your head say, it's not working. God's not doing anything. I don't see any change. I mean, think about Abraham. God gave him a promise. First year, everything looked the same. Second year, everything looked the same. Fifth year, everything looked the same. Tenth year, everything looked the same. Fifteenth year, everything looked the same. Twenty-fourth year, everything looked the same. But it says he grew strong in faith. Why? Not looking at the things that were but looking at the promise of God, the things that were not yet. He, he called those things that be not as though they were. Abraham looked at the promise of God. He had truth in his heart. How could he stay true? Because he had reality in his heart. His mind kept telling him, man, I'm telling you, I'm 80. 
I'm 85. I'm 90. I'm 95. I'm 100. Sarah's 90. I hadn't heard of too many people giving birth at 90. Have you? But the Spirit of truth reveals something. What? To His Spirit. What has God shown you in the Spirit? That's what you hold on to. That's what we hold on to. That's what our faith anchors itself in. What God has shown you in your innermost being from His Word. What has He shown you? What's the promise He's given you? What has He spoken to you? That is what will hold you steady when your head says it's not working. When circumstance says it's not working. When the devil wants to come and tell you it's not working. We can stay steady. Why? Because the Spirit of truth has revealed God's Word to us. But you've got to be in the Word for God to reveal the Word. If, you, if, you know, if you're going days and weeks and you're not in the Word, what has the Holy Spirit got to reveal to you? This Word, Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, He said, they are Spirit and they are life. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of life. He's going to reveal life is going to come out of this Word. Words, God's words, are containers. They contain spirit, life, faith, health, prosperity, peace, joy, hope. They're all in the Word, but you've got to have the Word revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says when He's come, that's part of His ministry. Hallelujah. He's the Spirit of truth. What do you know that is true? That's what you're going to hold on to. That's what's going to sustain you in the time of testing, in the time of trial. It's not going to be, you know, what Grandma said. It's not going to be what Brother So-and-so knows. It's going to be what you know. It's going to be what the Spirit of truth has revealed to your spirit. What have you got on the inside of you that you know that you know that you know? Nothing can change it. Amen? No circumstance. No, no attack of the enemy. No doubts that may assail your mind. But I got truth. The Spirit of truth. I know that I know that I know this. I know that God is for me. I know that God is a merciful God. I know that He's the God of all hope. I know that God's Word will never fail me. I know I've got the promise of God. I belong to God. Amen. Get it settled. That's part of the Spirit's ministry to you. So you get in the book, and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you things that you have not yet comprehended. Things that your mind just says, how can this be? You know, that's what Mary said when the, when the angel brought the Word of God to her. She said, you're going to have a son. You're going to have a son without knowing a man. She said, how can this be? And, and he said, by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God will still birth things into you that your mind will say, how can this be? By the Spirit of God. That's how. By the Spirit of God. But listen, He needs the seed of the Word of God to work with. You provide the seed by getting into God's Word. 
Feeding your spirit every day. You feed your faith every day. You feed on this. It's a seed that the Spirit of God will take and germinate and reveal to your spirit. And faith will arise. Confidence will arise. Hope will arise. Amen? And that's what will hold you steady. Hallelujah. And listen, we are living out of the truth that we know. Your relationship with God, what you've received from God to this point, it's all about what you've re- because of the seed and the working of the Holy Spirit in your life. And if you're not satisfied, then you need to check up from the neck up. Amen? Because that's usually where the problem is, isn't it? It's usually that, this thing right up here. So get in the Word. Feed on the Word. The seed, the incorruptible seed. Peter said that, you know, that he, said, he said, desire the sincere milk of the Word that you may grow thereby. See, every time the Holy Spirit reveals something to us, we grow. We grow in knowledge. We grow in faith. We grow in understanding. We grow in wisdom. We grow in strength. So that brings us to the second thing. He's going to reveal the will of God. And of course, these two are closely related. Look over in Colossians chapter 1. Verse 9. The Holy Spirit, as He reveals God's truth to us through the Word, He's also going to reveal the will of God to us. God's Word is His will. That's the starting place. You know, before we want to get a vision from heaven, let's get a vision from the Word. Amen? Amen. Colossians 1.9 For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we've not stopped praying for you. Boy, this is a good thing to pray for all the saints. We continually, everybody say continually. This is a prayer you can pray over and over again. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. You need wisdom and understanding concerning God's will for your life? Guess who's going to give that to you? The Holy Spirit. But listen, you need to make a place and a time for Him to reveal it to you. Where's your, get in your prayer closet, wherever that is. Get in it and wait on the Holy Spirit. Open up your Bible. Get your notebook out. Get ready to write down what the Holy Spirit's going to say and reveal to you. Because He's going to reveal wisdom and knowledge concerning God's will for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. That the Spirit gives. I want the wisdom and understanding that the Holy Spirit opens up to me. So that I know that I know this is God's will for me. This is God's plan for me. God's will for me is that I have peace. That I have joy. That the love of God will abound in my heart. That I might know exactly the hope to which He's called me. Not only the the will of God, but understanding, He says, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. Listen, if I'm outside the will of God, I'm not living a life worthy of the Lord. 
I want to live worthy. Jesus, Jesus came, He died, He suffered, He paid an awful penalty and price for me. And I want to live a life that's worthy of that. And the only way I can do that is if I have the wisdom and understanding of the will of God for my life. So that I know that I'm in the will of God. I'm doing what God wants me to do. Amen. I'm walking in love. I'm walking in faith. I have the peace of God. Nothing shakes me. I have confidence. Confidence that God is leading and guiding me. And that I'm exactly where I need to be in God. I'm exactly where I need to be in the body of Christ. Amen. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Amen. I'm enjoying the blessing and the benefits of God. God is using my life to influence others. I will please Him in every way. Say every way. Hallelujah. In my home life. In my work life. As a husband, as a wife. At the office, at the workplace. In every place. He said in every way. Bearing fruit in every good work. The Holy Spirit will help us to bear fruit in every good work. Amen. What kind of fruit are you growing? Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it perseverance? Is it long-suffering? Is it patience? Is it goodness? Is it faithfulness? Amen. Fruitfulness in every good work. Hallelujah. Man, I'm telling you. I want my life to count for God, don't you? But the only way that will happen is what? If the Holy Spirit is working in our life, revealing the will of God in wisdom and understanding so that I can walk out this life in a way that's worthy, being fruitful in every good work. Notice this, growing in the knowledge of God. The Holy Spirit wants to help us grow. Are you growing? Have you grown since last year? Have you grown since last month? Are you growing in the knowledge of God? Understanding what He desires of you? Amen. Putting God first in every area of our life. This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He wants to help us be fruitful, to be strengthened, and to grow. This is a continual work of the Holy Spirit in our life. He wants it to be continual. He doesn't want it to be, you know, sporadic. We grow and then we coast. And then we grow a little and we coast. Amen. That coasting can get you in trouble. Amen. Keep the foot on the pe- pedal on the metal. Keep the foot on the gas. Amen. Not on the brake. Keep it on the gas. Let the Holy Spirit work in you. Continually working in you. Amen. And you know what? We'll live a life worthy of, the, of, the, of God. Then thirdly, He wants to reveal the Father's heart. Amen? Turn back to Ephesians 1. Notice what Paul said. Another prayer of Paul here. Verse 17. Very familiar Scripture here. Again, he's praying. He said, I keep asking. This is continual prayer. That... The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. This word revelation, apocalyptus, means to take the lid off of, take the cover off of. God wants to take the cover off of His 
will and his plan and his purposes so that we are filled, our innermost being is filled with the glorious wisdom, understanding and light of his work, the finished work of Jesus, his plan and purpose for our life. Amen. They may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. He wants you to know the Father better. You know, I was thinking about the, you know, the, what we call the parable of the prodigal. You remember there's two sons there. Of course, we look at the prodigal and say, man, oh man, that prodigal. But you know what? If you read the whole story, the prodigal had a better understanding of the father than the one who stayed there faithful the whole time. After all he had gone through, after all he had messed up his life, the prodigal still remembered, you know what? My father is a good father. He is merciful even to the servant. I'll go back. Even the servants are blessed in his house. And I know if I go back, he'll bless me. I'll be at least as blessed as the servant. I'll have a place to stay. I'll have plenty to eat. I'll be blessed. But you know, the, the son that stayed there the whole time, he had a whole other view of the father. He had an attitude toward the father. He thought the father was stingy. The father was hard. Because when he heard the celebration because the prodigal son had come home, he got mad about it. He said, I've, here I have been faithful all these years. You never gave me a fatted calf. You, you never threw a party for me. And the father said, son, don't you understand? You could have had a party anytime you wanted to. Because everything I have is yours. So what's your view of the Father? So you may have been faithful all these years. You may have been faithful to give and faithful to serve and faithful in the house of God. But yet, you still got a wrong view of the Father. You need the Holy Spirit to show you who the Father really is. He's a Father of love. He's a father of mercies. He's a father of hope. He's a father of goodness, kindness, blessing, generosity, healing, wholeness. All that the Father has is yours. All that the Father has is yours. Let the Holy Spirit show you. He says, I pray that you may know Him better, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. So you may know the hope. He's the God of all hope. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope. The hope that comes from the Father. To which He has called you. The riches. The riches. Say that. The riches. God's got riches for you, not poverty. The riches. Mm. of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and His incomparably great power for us who believe. How many believe? Well, His power is beyond your comprehension. Whatever you're facing, His power is greater. His power is greater. His ability is greater. His wisdom is greater. His love is greater. Hallelujah. 
Same power as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. Seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in the present age, but in the age to come. So he's revealing the Father's heart. He's revealing the heart through what? The revelation of the finished work of Jesus. This is, the Father did this for you. He wants you to have all this. Are you listening? And so he sent the Holy Spirit to make sure that you, you can have it. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. He reveals the will of the Father. He reveals the heart of the Father that we may know the hope to which He's called us. We're called to rule and reign. We're called to be the head. We are joint heirs with Jesus. Oh, wow. You are blessed beyond measure. Did you know it? The Holy Spirit will show you. Just open up your heart to Him. Give Him some time. Give Him opportunity. Give Him a place in your life to reveal these things to you. Get in the Bible. Let the Holy Spirit show it to you. Oh, He's waiting to. He's ready to. Doesn't this encourage you? Doesn't this motivate you? Man, this is stuff I want. This is stuff the Father's provided. Amen? Man, when I look at my checking account, and I see it running over. Woo! Hallelujah. That makes me happy, doesn't it, you? Well, I'm going to tell you, when you look at your heavenly checking account and allow the Holy Spirit to show you it's full and running over. Woo! It's all mine. It's all mine. All that the Father has, it's all mine. All that Jesus did, He did for me. It's all mine. Woo! It's time to write some checks. It's time to get out that heavenly bank card. Get that. Get a hold of that heavenly ATM. Amen? All that matters has been provided in Christ Jesus. But we must allow the Holy Spirit to show us. Let Him show you. Amen? Hallelujah. Seated in the heavenly places. And then lastly, the Holy Spirit that we're going to look at reveals our victory in Christ Jesus. You're right there in Ephesians. Look in chapter 2, verse 4. But because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, oh, aren't you glad, made us alive with Christ. Who did all this? The Father God. Why? Because of His great love. Let the Spirit reveal the great love of God for you. It's not based on what you've done or what you can do. But open your heart to the Holy Spirit. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, 
It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ, seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages He might show the incomparable riches of His grace expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, how is He going to reveal this to us? By the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal this to us. That you've been made alive with Christ. Hallelujah. You're alive. I said, you're alive. You're not dead. You're alive. You're alive. Jesus is not dead. He's alive. You're not dead. You're alive in Christ. You've raised up together and seated in the heavenly places. See, you need the Holy Spirit to show you this. See, too often we fight our battles from the earth instead of in heavenly places. See, you need, to, you need to pray from heavenly places. You need to believe from heavenly places. You need to warfare from heavenly places. Because, see, that's, that's a whole different perspective. You know that, that mountain that's so big from 30,000 feet is not nearly so big? Are you listening? That thing that seems insurmountable, it's all a matter of perspective, isn't it? I'm telling you what. See, you, you're looking at it from here on the earth. And you're looking up at that big mountain, and I mean, it looks big. But when you look at it from heavenly places, seated in Christ in heavenly places, it has a whole different perspective. And that is its true perspective. See, the enemy tries to get you to fight from the natural. Boy, look at how big this is. This sickness is so big. This mountain is so big. This need is so large. This thing seems so impossible. But see, you're not looking at it from the perspective of a, where the Holy Spirit wants you to see it. And that is from the heavenly places, seated with Christ Jesus. Nothing is too hard from that perspective. Nothing is impossible from that perspective. That is the perspective that we are to live in and walk in and warfare in and pray in. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Too often, see, we're praying through the prism of our circumstance. Oh, God. Oh, God. What are we going to do? Somehow, some way, God. You think that's how Jesus is thinking? Somehow, some way. You think that's the way the Father is thinking? Oh, Jesus, what are we going to do? But see, it's because we're not, well, we're not conscious of where our, we really are seated. And only the Holy Spirit can reveal that to you. And He wants to. We're seated in the place of authority. Far above. Everybody say far above. Far above. All principalities and power. Far above all circumstance. Far above all sickness and disease. Far above all lack. Far above fear. Seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. There's victory there. There's peace there. Yes. 
There's joy there. Hallelujah. There's strength there. There's provision there. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. To reveal. Jesus said when He comes, this is His ministry. It's to reveal the truth of God's Word. The will of God for your life. The Father's heart for you. How does the, what's the Father thinking about you? Only good things. Only good things. Don't let the devil paint the picture of the Father's heart. Hath God said, will God do? Does God really love you? What spirit are you listening to? The Holy Spirit will always reveal the Father's heart. You are loved with an unshakable love. A love that is infallible. The Father will always love you. The Father has good things for you. The Father has a good will, a good plan. The Father has blessing for you. That's the Spirit I'm listening to. Then He will reveal our victory in Christ. Don't listen to those thoughts that say, you know what, you're not going to make it this time. You know what? After 40-something years, you know what, the Father, I've made it every time. Every time the devil's told me, this time you're not going to make it, but you know what, I made it every time. You know why? Because I refuse to listen. I'm going to listen to the Father. I'm going to listen to the Holy Ghost. I'm going to listen to Him. You know what? And every time, He has made a way for me. And you're still here, so He's obviously made a way for you. So why will this time be any different? Amen? He will reveal. Let me, let me ask you something. Is the Holy Spirit working in you and for you in this manner? What's the last thing the Holy Spirit has said to you? What's the last thing the Holy Spirit has revealed to you? Amen? Are you feeding on last year's manna? How about something fresh? It's good. I, you know, I enjoy things that the Holy Spirit has said to me and revealed to me, and I'm still enjoying that. And I'm feasting on that. But you know what? Let, let him see, he wants to speak something fresh to you. Something fresh to you about the Father. About who you are. About His plan and purpose for your life. His good things. His good things. Listen, when you hear those thoughts about bad things and evil things, rebuke that. That's the devil. The Bible says every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from the Father above. Listen, He's got good things for you. He's got good things for you. Amen? Amen. So if not, what do you need to change? We, are, we already know the Father God. He, he's perfect. He doesn't need to change. He's speaking. Are you listening? To whom are you listening? Which spirit are you listening to? Amen? You can always tell by what comes out your mouth. 
your attitude, your demeanor, your, your body language tells us what voice you're listening to. Amen. Do you have joy? Do you have fear? Are you discouraged? Or are you encouraged? He's the spirit of encouragement. We're talking about the, the Holy Spirit's ministry. He says when He has come, He will reveal. He will reveal. All that the Father has is mine. And He will take of mine and reveal it to you. Let me pray over you. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I know that there's some here, Lord, that the circumstances of life and even the enemy has been speaking to them. They've been discouraged and disappointed in some things. But God, I pray that today that the power of the Holy Spirit will move in their lives and move upon their lives. That they will open their hearts to your Spirit, to the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of faith, the Spirit of healing. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.